So our focus should be on not what we do, but what we do for them. Okay, what we do for them. So whenever you're thinking about the thing that you do, it's you want to and add on the phrase. This is an easy way to do it. Add on the phrase so that they can what? So it could be something like, I help people write better speeches so that they can what? I help people get more wealth so that they can what? Like, what do you, okay, find what you do, but what is it going to mean to them so that they can what? And it should be so clear, not conceptual, not remove blocks or gain confidence, because that's really something that's broken inside of them. And no one wants to buy like, I'm broken. That's not, they're like, wake up saying, oh, tell me what's wrong with me. They want to think there's a solution outside themselves. So it should be so clear that it's a picture an eight-year-old could draw. Hello, fabulous person, Beata Shaletti, the growth architect. Welcome back to the Business Growth Architect Show, where we bring you cutting edge business strategies from some of the world's most successful entrepreneurs, business transformation experts and visionaries who want to help you to scale your impact. Look for one tangible strategy that you can take back and implement right away. And now back to our guest. And welcome back, everybody. This is Beata Shillette, the Growth Architect, and welcome to another episode of the Business Growth Architect Show. Today's guest is the awesome Kim Walsh Phillips. And Kim, spotlight on you. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi there. It's so great to be with you. Yeah, I help entrepreneurs scale their business, those that are used to working one-to-one, how they can finally scale their list, their audience, and most importantly, their revenue without sacrificing their time. I like that a lot. And I think we're going to talk a lot about that because you're a big fan of not wasting your time and not just getting yourself crazy busy, but having the money, have the money come in while you're doing fun things. So first question to you, Kim, when I say strategy, what does strategy mean in your business? Strategy means that the things that we're doing are on purpose with purpose versus being reactionary or being based on hope, right? When we base our business on wishing or hope, we're no different than a three-year-old hoping for a a unicorn (laughs) for their birthday. Like it's not resulting in anything that's based in fact. And I like to say that great marketing and business growth is math and not magic. So everything that we do is based in data so that we have the greatest chance of achieving our results. I like that a lot. So so it's math, not magic. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. So let's take this opportunity and let's talk about one of your favorite or the favorite business strategy that you use. It is to focus on one person that I want to work with and achieve success for and solve their problem and become madly in love with the person that I serve. So then I know everything about them, like what they're hoping for, what they woke up wishing for, what they're watching, what they're doing. So when I reach out to that individual, they feel like, oh my gosh, she was reading my mind. And when they come to me, they are already desiring to do something with me. And I never have to convince or cajole or persuade them. They come in wanting to work with us. And I'm able to achieve that by focusing on not a niche or an industry, but one individual that I love to serve. I like that a lot. We, we here at The Growth Architect, we use a technique called crawl into their heads, which sounds admittedly a little bit creepy. So, <laughs> so how do you do that? How do you find out everything about that person that comes to you? 
First, it started with just making my target market who I was a few years ago. So I started from there and I was focusing on the thought process, the desires and interests that were mine. And that worked out well. And then as I began to attract more people into my audience, I really helped to hone in. It helped to hone in on who I liked working with the most and who was having the most success inside our program. And with that, I came up with a personality profile of that individual and then started talking to that person, a real person within my group. I have him in mind every time I write something. Is this something I might send to him? And I call him Alex. And Alex is always on top of mind when I write anything. So I like to base it on an actual real person, real in life, starting with yourself and then someone you love having as a client. And then it allows all of your content to seem so much more authentic. I like that. So so your, your avatar, Alex, take us through sort of the steps that you use to make Alex real in your head. So are you, are you meditating on it? Do you extrapolate it forward? Like, what do you what do you exactly do? Because I think that Kim is probably one of the biggest issues I see with everyone is that they want to tell them how they're going to fix Alex, right? And that's what they think they're selling, but that's not what we're selling. We're selling Alex what Alex needs to solve his problems, and this the middle part is the secret sauce that you bring to the table. So mm-hmm. how do you make Alex come to life? Any, any pointers? Because I know everybody's struggling with this. So our focus should be on not what we do, but what we do for them. Okay, what we do for them. So whenever you're thinking about the thing that you do, it's you want to add on the phrase. This is an easy way to do it. Add on the phrase so that they can what? So it could be something like, I help people write better speeches so that they can what? I help people get more wealth so that they can what? Like, what do you, okay, find what you do, but what is it going to mean to them so that they can what? And it should be so clear, not conceptual, not remove blocks or gain confidence, because that's really something that's broken inside of them. And no one wants to buy like, I'm broken. That's not, they're like, wake up saying, oh, tell me what's wrong with me. They want to think there's a solution outside themselves. So it should be so clear that it's a picture an eight-year-old could draw. That like they could draw that photo and if they had a line of 10 eight-year-olds, they could all draw the same picture of what the outcome is that you provide for the individual. And again, I get narrated on one person. So I get to know this person in my coaching. When I'm friends with him on Facebook, I can see what he does for fun. I see what his posts are. I know what questions he's asking me. And if you don't know these questions yet, what you can do to start is go to answerthepublic.com and put in a search query of your industry. And what you will see is the top questions that people type into Google. And so you'll be able to see right now, these are the questions people are already asking about your industry. And you can simply start by offering value by putting together a video, answering the top five questions that get asked in your industry. It makes a great gift. And you're already starting to get crawl inside the mind of the individual that you're trying to reach. I love that. So so let's just make sure the strategy is, is clear. So you focus on your avatar that you, whom you want to sell to. And you actually look to find the particular phrases that this person is already typing in the internet to search what they want. Right. And let me guess, judging by what you do, and then you reverse engineer 
what you need to offer so this person is going to buy from you. Yeah. And it's even, I get it so simple in all this. Yesterday, I simply sent an email to my list. This was yesterday's email that went out. And this is, it can be as simple as this because we're running a challenge coming up that's all about, it's called um, market domination, how to scale your business without sacrificing your time, grow your audience, build your list, and generate more sales. And so the, it's all about dominating your market. And all that I sent out yesterday was the subject line said, one question to answer. And the email simply said their name and quick one for today, dot, dot, dot. In prep for our January launch, could you please reply to this email with with what your fill, fill in the blank is, question mark? And then, and then I wrote the number one thing I want to know about dominating my market is, and I, I left a blank, much appreciated, Kim. And it got a 32% open rate. It got a 7% click-through rate. I got so many answers from people telling me exactly in their words what they want to know about dominating their market. So then I'll take all of those questions that just came back to me and I have a staff person putting them in a spreadsheet for me. I'll start going through and finding some similarities. What are the number one questions that came up that will help me create the content for my challenge. And it also gave us a spreadsheet for my sales professional to follow up with individuals to say, oh, Joe, I saw that you had a big question about how do you generate more leads? Did you know our program that we have coming up has that in it? Oh, Barbara, I saw that you had a question about how to get your messaging to stick. Did you see we have, so like we're able to use it for copy, for content and for conversions because now that individual has expressed the exact thing they want to know about and our sales guy can follow up with them about that item. That's amazing. And so I want, I want everybody who's listening to this to speak, you know, just have this pause of, of, of awe. Yeah. Kim just took you through this in not even 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> right. This is this is when you when you advance in your business and when you get really clear what it is that you do and what works for your business and the strategy and you find a strategy that is really powerful. This is mm-hmm. how simple it can get. You can explain it to somebody in a couple of sentences. So bow, bow, bowing to you, Kim. That was absolutely amazing. So my next question to you is, and and I always kind of like throw an, an 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 unannounced personal question in there. Are you driven by impact? Or money, impact one hundred percent. Yeah, uh, that's kind of what I what I gather because you wouldn't reverse engineer anything if well, you wouldn't. Right, and I would say even my income is driven by impact. I am income driven, but it's based on my number one driver of impact. And all of us are. Everyone listening to this are. If not, there are many other ways we could go out and make money that would be a whole lot easier than what we're trying to do right now. So what you are doing right now is making an impact in the world. And I literally see how God has created income opportunities for me because of the impact I'm making, where I don't believe it works the other way around. I mean, this is as simple as when I ran my marketing agency and I felt a desire, a whisper to make more impact. I finally, when I sold it, I had at the high of that agency, 32 clients. And our biggest marketing package that we sold was sixteen thousand dollars, which is a great. It was a good. It was great. Well, I have I have no one on one clients now. We just have group coaching. And last week, three separate individuals came to me asking for my top tier of membership, which is thirty five thousand dollars. They wired the money up front with no one on one, 
And at the same time, I'm able to have, I went from 32 clients to 11,000 clients in a year. And the impact is amazing. The money is easier because I'm not having to chase after anymore. I don't do any proposals. There are no prospect meetings. There's none of that. And you're able to serve a whole lot more people with a lot more wealth. And I can impact people in a greater way because I could hire more team to help our members. I could donate more money to charity and I could take care of my family. Like there is nothing like it when you go after impact because you're you're really saying, I'm going to take the gifts that have been given to me to bless those that I'm supposed to be blessing. And when that happens, everything becomes easier and a whole lot, heck of a lot more fun. <laughs> I completely concur. Was there a moment for you where this mindset piece or the spiritual piece you just mentioned, was it an event or was it a gradual transition? Like for me, it was an event, right? For me, it was like, I realized one day that I felt I was so angry all the time because things weren't going the way I wanted to go. Yeah. And then I realized that anger is really not exactly the uh, ideal vibration to attract prosperity, right? So yeah. what was it for you? Was it just, have you always been like this? Did you just put it on steroids? Did something click? Tell us about that. I've always had a deep faith and I don't know where it came from, but I'm super thankful for it. I didn't grow up in a family that was faith driven. I've actually brought all of my, most of my family, my parents, my siblings into having faith be a part and part of life and part of my journey, which has been amazing. But the part that I have really struggled with is the fear. Like I will clearly understand what I'm supposed to do, but I'll be scared and resistant to do it. The more action, it took me 10 years to sell my first company and I've been called to do it for that long. Now that I've done it and I've had such um, traumatic transformations when I listen to the whisper, I'm much more quick to do it. And I spend intentional time listening where before I just kind of, when it came upon me, it was fine. But now every single morning I spend intentional time in devotion and meditation and thought and prayer. And I've done that for the past four months. And even that short period of time, how much more peace and calm and direction and guidance and growth that I've had, I cannot believe I spent 46 years not doing that, <laughs> right? But I have the rest of my life that I get to do it. But it comes as simple as like, even yesterday, we were at a holiday event and I'm not sure when this is coming up, but we were at a holiday event and it was like, chaotic. I, I'm someone who likes to be very much on time for things and give myself space. I, I try to avoid drama as much as I can. So I will give myself room. I used to not be this way. I was very last minute before, but it, because I know I could eliminate a lot of chaos in my life simply by giving myself more time, I get things done ahead of time and I will be ready to go wherever we're supposed to go next significantly ahead of when we need to leave. So it's not chaotic and dramatic when I go to leave. Not everyone in my family operates that way, <laughs> including my spouse. So as we're going out the door, we were late. We were going to be late. There was multiple people in bad moods. And I own, I'm an empath. So I own the emotions of others and I take them on as my responsibility. But even yesterday, as I was sitting in some thoughtful prayer, it came to me like, the answer was not that it is my responsibility to make them happy. The answer was, it is my responsibility to spread joy. Whatever anybody else wants to do with that joy is up to them. But I cannot operate in a place of anxiety, anger, expectation, 
or nagging. And I have to operate in a space of joy. And if you choose to take that joy and operate in joy, it's great. If you don't, it's great. None of that matters. Whatever, only thing I can control, what comes out of my mouth. And I stop there. And then I get to experience the blessing of just being joy, regardless of what anyone else does. So that, I mean, again, late 40s, just had that revelation yesterday. These things happen all of the time. You know, this is so powerful. I I think that what I'm taking away from, you know, doing this show is that literally virtually everyone, Kim, that has reached a certain level follows the trail of thought. That there mm-hmm. is that there is no impact unless there's a deep connection to the divine or whether you want to call it God, spirit, the universe, or, or yeah. whatever you want to call it. Because I think that this stepping into the the the, the trust, and you just said fear, is Mm-hmm. It's not about not having fear. It's about having the mm-hmm. courage to, yeah, to, right. to, step into, to step into your belief system anyway. So for anyone who wants to get to know you more, what do you have to share with our audience? How can they find you? Where do they go and get a little bit of Kim Goodness? I would love to serve them well. So you can find me on any social media under Kim Walsh Phillips. And there's only one of me. And then our website is powerfulprofessionals.com. And uh, we have lots of free goodies and yumminess on that site for you as well. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And any final last word before we let you go to impacting another 11,000 people? Whatever you're experiencing today, know that you are here on purpose with a purpose and you were made to thrive. So if you don't feel as though that is the every minute of your day, dollar out of your pocket, ounce of your talent and energy, if it's not multiplying, you're not broken. There's a better way. There's a better path. You just need to find someone who's done it before, get a copy of their blueprint and have the fast path to success. There you have it. Kim tells it to you very simply and easily. So thank you so much for being here. We so appreciate to have you. I'm sure the show is going to get great feedback. So thank you everyone for listening. This is your host, Beata Chalette, and this is the Business Growth Architect Show. And that's it for us today. Thank you for listening and watching the Business Growth Architect Show. I enjoyed having you here. And for accountability, just take one of the strategies that you have heard, one thing that you can implement in your business immediately. Please leave comments. Don't forget to like and share this show. And if you have any questions about business, please put them in the comments. We are here for you. We're here to support you and help you to grow, build, and scale your own business. For more advice, please check out our website in the show notes below. Thank you again. This is Beata Chalette, The Growth Architect, and goodbye.